It's Monday, the 18th of February 2019, and from Cape Town, I'm Alec Hogg, and here's your Business Flash Briefing. In today's global business headlines, fault lines continue to widen between the United States of America and its traditional Western allies. In Germany over the weekend, U.S. Vice President Mike Pence's call to ratchet up pressure on Iran was brushed off by the Europeans. Instead, after senior officials had met with the Iranian foreign minister yesterday, the Europeans urged more constructive dialogue. And across the channel, the British government has concluded that the UK can mitigate any possible risks of using 5G equipment supplied by Chinese telecoms giant Huawei. The US had been urging its allies to boycott Huawei, claiming its equipment could help China conduct espionage or cyber sabotage. Brexit supporters are celebrating yesterday's news that Citigroup is negotiating to invest 1.6 billion US dollars to buy the 42-story building it occupies in London's Canary Wharf. Citigroup has been renting the 200-meter-high skyscraper since 2001. Last week, the US bank also reported net income of $18 billion for 2018. That's up 14% on 2017. But the headlines of the media focused on a 4% pay rise that was granted to Chief Executive Michael Corbett, who was paid $24 million in 2018. Corbett was only the 10th highest paid CEO in the financial sector in the U.S., well behind the $31 million that J.P. Morgan's Jamie Dimon earned last year and Morgan Stanley's James Gorman's $29 million. Ride-hailing software company Uber generated $3 billion in sales during the three months to end December, 25% above the same period a year before. But analysts were unimpressed, pointing out that year-on-year growth has now slowed to its lowest level since Uber started releasing numbers two years ago. Uber is aiming to list its shares in New York later this year, targeting an IPO valuation for the company of $120 billion. It looks to be a bit of a stretch now, with the latest revenue growth rate having slowed from 70% in the first quarter of 2018 and 38% as recently as the third quarter. Uber did, however, cut its quarterly loss by $150 million to $865 million, taking 2018's total loss to $3.3 billion, down though from $4.5 billion in 2017. In South African-related news, Eskom continues to dominate the headlines. Yesterday's Sunday Times newspaper reported that the government is to deploy police and intelligence officers at Eskom power stations to protect against sabotage. Trade unions staged a nationwide protest last week and are planning another demonstration tomorrow. They are protesting against probable job losses through restructuring of the beleaguered company. In his budget speech on Wednesday, Finance Minister Tito Mbowene is expected to make substantial allocations from the fiscus to bail out the teetering utility. This has been your Biz News Flash Briefing. Until the next time, cheerio.